So like I said before, our, uh, our message this week was um, twists and turns, all the twists and turns that life kind of throws at us and all the unexpected things and, and, um, and remembering that God's with us through all those expect- unexpected things. And so this week we had 55 base campers register to be here. It was amazing. So many friends here. And some of the, many of them were old friends, friends that we get to see every Sunday. And some of them were new friends that were invited here. And, and for some of them, it was the first time they'd ever heard about the good news of Jesus. So that was just phenomenal to have that here in our house, in our home this week. Um, in addition to all those base campers, we had roughly 23 student volunteers, <clears throat> which really is something because, you know, these are middle schoolers and high schoolers who paused their summer to come spend time with these kids and, and um, teach them about Jesus and, and just be part of this week. So it was just phenomenal. In addition to that, we had about 24 adult volunteers. Yeah. So we had over 100 people in our house here this week just having a great time. And, and like I said, we had 24 adult volunteers, 23 student volunteers, or give or take, between decorating week and camp week. And they were just here pouring into these kids, and we couldn't have done it without them. And whether you were here decorating a door to look like a game so that, you know, years from now the kids are, every time they play Uno, they're going to look and think back about summer base camp and our, our questionable puns and, and things like that. <laughs> um, you know, if you were here serving and praying over snacks or leading a group or playing a game, you made an impact in these kids' lives that they won't forget. They will think back for years and years. And I just want to take a second to thank them. And if you were here in any capacity, decorating week, summer base camp week, whatever, please stand up for a second because we would love to give you a round of applause and thank you. Thank you all so much. We appreciate you, and we love you, and all the, the love that you have for the kids. So, so as you can see from the pictures up here, we had a lot of fun. So I just want to give you a little picture of what it looked like here since y'all missed out, because you did. You missed out. It was really, really good, and I'm sorry you couldn't be here. Maybe next year. But, uh, <laughs> but each day, they kicked off their day here in the sanctuary, where we started our day the best way we know how, worshiping and praising God, and singing, and dancing, and just showing our love for God. And, uh, and then Twista joined us, and we played a game. And, um, and somehow, Twista always managed to make that twist tie into their daily Bible story. She's good like that. And then, from there, we broke out into groups. And the kids spent the entire morning going between five rotations, where they, they made like Bible-themed crafts. They ate snacks. They played games. They learned a new Bible story every day. They held dance parties. It was a lot of moving parts. The kids were always on the go. But the best part and the most important thing was is they had their eyes fixed on Jesus the whole time. And so it was just, just an amazing week. And that actually reminds me of one of our Bible stories that we discussed this week. So this week we learned a lot about Peter. We talked about Peter and um, how he began following Jesus. We called it his origin story. We learned about Peter and how he denied Jesus. Not once, but kids, how many times? Exactly, three times. But you know what? Jesus still forgave him just like he forgives us. We learned about how Peter spoke boldly about Jesus, even though it meant that he got sent to jail 
he still continued to speak boldly about Jesus. And it reminded us that God wants us to go into the world and tell people about God. And so one of my favorite stories, though, was from day two. And that story, now, if you'll forgive me, I'm a, I'm a children's minister. So normally when I'm going to explain a story, I'd have some sort of object lesson. I'd have, like, some oranges and a bowl of water and food coloring up here. But this is grown-up church, so I omitted that part today. So you'll just have to bear with me while I paint a picture. So the story was from day two, and it was when uh, Jesus had sent the disciples out. He sent them out to go ahead. He was going to stay and pray, and he sent them on a boat. And through the night, it had been stormy and windy, and the water was choppy. And in the morning, they woke up, and they looked out, and they thought they saw a ghost because there was something walking on the water. And so it wasn't a ghost. Just spoiler alert. (laughs) Jesus called out and told them that it was him. And, you know, Peter, being Peter, was like, if it's you, then let me come out to you. And Jesus said, well, then come. And so Peter obeyed, and he did, and he walked out. And Peter's doing good. He's living his best life. He's walking on the water. He's super fancy at this point. But then he looks around, and he realizes, oh, man, that wind is pretty windy, and those waves are pretty choppy, and he gets scared. And so what happens is, is he gets scared, and he starts to sink, and he calls out for help. And Jesus, being Jesus and how awesome he is, grabbed him, pulled him up. He didn't let him sink, but he did ask him. He said, you know, why did you doubt me? Why did you have so little faith? And, uh, you know, and so it reminds me of us. And, and I thought it was such a good story. It's one of the reasons I love this story, because it reminds us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. Because we go out in the world and, uh, you know, we have good intentions, just like Peter. You know, Peter didn't take, like, a, pra- a little practice step outside of that boat to test it. He walked out. And we have good intentions. You know, we say, okay, I prayed about it. I'm just going to give it to the Lord. And, and we mean it. We mean it just like Peter did. But then we get out, and a wrench gets thrown in. And the wind starts. And we freak out, just like Peter did. And we take our eyes off Jesus, and we start trying to figure out how to fix it by ourselves. And I love this story because it reminds us to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus because he is the absolute truth. He is our Savior, and he's got us. And so this story is amazing for the kids to hear. I love it so much. And, um, and it's honestly, it's one of the reasons that we named Base Camp Base Camp because we wanted these kids, um, well, first of all, the reason we're going to call it Base Camp, in case you don't know, some of you have heard this, but some of you have not, and if you have heard it, it's so good, you want to hear it again. And so the reason we call it Base Camp is that when you set off on an adventure, like let's say Mount Everest, so when you get to Mount Everest in whatever, I don't know what kind of vessel they take to get to Mount Everest, I don't know if it's like, let's call it a bus, I doubt it is, but let's say they ride up in their bus, they don't hop off of it and just start running up the mountain, right? They get a base camp together. That's where they get their tools, and that's where they get their team in order to uh, set out on a successful adventure. And that is our mission for these kids here. We want them to come on Sunday. We want them to get the tools that they need and get with the team, their their team, to set out on their lifelong adventure in faith. And so, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> uh, you know, and I've, I've watched the kids' ministry grow over the last several years since I've been the ch- children's minister here, and, um, which is amazing because a growing children's ministry means more children are being discipled towards Jesus, right? So you can't complain about that. And one large reason that we're able to grow is because 
Beaches Chapel doesn't look at our kids' ministry as daycare. It doesn't look at it as a place for the kids to go while the adults do the important stuff over here. Beaches Chapel and all of you guys have invested in these kids, and, um, and it's because of you that, that we're able to grow and bring more kids in. And um, sorry, I'm losing my train of thought. <laughs> oh, I know. Because Beaches Chapel looks at us as a true ministry, and we are. Because, like, when you guys got here this morning, you chatted with your friends, you found your seat, right? And you were kind of waiting for service to start. Well, when the kids get over there, they do the same thing. They're chatting with their friends. They're finding where their seat's going to be. They might play a few games, and they're waiting for the service to start. Well, you guys, you, you watch your countdown clock and wait for everything to go. Well, we've one up to you in that department. I hate to break it to you. We have a countdown song. So, I mean, I, I'm just saying Ben might want to step it up a notch. I don't know. And they put in prayer requests. And I've seen the most beautiful prayer requests from these kids where they are praying for people out in the community. They're praying for family members. Um, they're memorizing and they're learning scripture. And they're taking all the things that they learn here on Sunday. And they're taking them out into the world and sharing them. And if that's not ministry, I don't know what is. <clears throat> I just want to thank you all so much for knowing the importance of discipling our kids and for recognizing it. Because, and when I say our kids, I don't say our kids because I've got three of them. <laughs> I do. And I don't say our kids because I'm the children's minister and they all feel like my kids, but they do. I say it because Beaches Chapel is a home for all to begin and grow in the relationship with Jesus Christ. And we are a church family, and so these are our kids. <clears throat> So these are our kids that are go, they're the future generation of Christians that are going to go out into the world and share the good news. And quite honestly, they've got a harder job than we all did in today's world, if you ask me. And so I just appreciate you all recognizing it, supporting them, and, and knowing their importance. And the fact that they have a harder job than all of us, it's okay. Because we've taught them to keep their eyes on Jesus. Just like Peter taught us when he forgot to keep their eyes on Jesus. And um, they're not just little kids. They're not just little kids that are, you know, we're going to smile at and pat on the head as they sing, Jesus loves me. No, no. These kids are powerful in the eyes of God. There's a Bible verse. It's my very favorite Bible verse, especially when I'm talking about children's ministry. And it's the one that I always reference. So if you've heard me talk before, you're probably like, yeah, we know what it is already. But that's okay. It's super good. So just listen. <laughs> so it's my very favorite Bible verse, and I'm going to share it with you. It is Psalm 8-2. And it says, through the praise of children and infants, you have established a stronghold against your enemies to silence the foe and avenger. And the reason that I love that verse is because it, it just says it all. It doesn't say that the adults, through the praise of adults, I mean, the praise of adults is awesome, so I'm not, like, knocking y'all. But it says through the praise of infants and children. Not through the praise of infants and children when they become adults, just through the praise of infants and children. That it's so powerful, it silences the enemy. And it's why every single person sitting in this room, every person on live stream, and quite honestly, every believer should be invested in these kids and all kids. And it's because they're our secret weapon, you guys. They're a weapon so powerful, they silence the enemy. Sitting here with us in this service, this family Sunday service, our weapons so powerful, they silence the enemy. 
And they're the future of not just our church, little C, but they're the future of the church, big C. And so I just can't thank you all enough for being invested in them. And it's why I feel honored every single Sunday and blessed to be over there and watching them grow in their faith and their love for Jesus. It's why I'm proud to stand up here and tell you guys about base camp and show you the things we did this week in summer base camp. I mean, look what happens when you invest in our kids. We had children being baptized today. It doesn't get better than that. We have children who received Christ into their heart this week. And I mean, I, I think that says a win right there. So, I mean, there's just nothing else you could ask for. And... Um, so it's why I hope that you all will keep these kids in your prayers and our children's ministry in your prayers. And it's why I hope that maybe you'll even consider volunteering with us now and then. Because honestly, volunteering over in Kids Church, it might not get you a front seat at the donut table. And it might not let you greet everybody and say hi to everyone. In fact, I gotta be honest, you might not even see a real grown-up the whole day. It took me like a year and a half to meet Carol Pratt and like who doesn't know her, right? I mean, seriously. But... But there is not a more rewarding and just amazing place to be than over in our children's ministry with these powerful warriors for Jesus. And so, after all, who wouldn't want to help grow the kingdom of God, starting from the very youngest? I know I, I love it, and I know you all would want to. And speaking of our youngest, I'm going to call up one of my friends to come close us out in prayer. And so I figured, since we couldn't have... Pastor James McDonald, I would bring up a very otherwise McDonald, Miss Cassie McDonald. And I'm going to call the band up as well. Miss Cassie's going to pray us out. Dear Jesus, I thank you for this day, and I pray that if anyone's sick or going through something hard, I pray that you just touch their hearts and tell them it's going to be okay. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Again, thank you all for being here. Thank you for letting me share with you the heart of our ministry and show you all the fun that we had. And, and again, thank you for investing in our kids. It just, it means the world to me. It means the world to them. But most of all, it's what God commands us to do. He commands us to disciple our kids. Like I said, they're ours. They're not, they're not just mine. They're not just anyone in this room. They're God's and they're our church families. And it's our job to disciple the next generation. And so thank you all. I love you so much. Yeah.